Hello, hello. Welcome to episode three. I can't even remember what I said as my intro in the last one. Oh, I'm choking already. Um, I think I said this is the this is my big sister podcast and I'm your host, Tina Kosnick. Is that what I said? Well, you can confirm. Let me know if that's what I said. <laughs> so today's episode I know that I was supposed to do a part two of Mean Girl Fantasies and tell you what happened with my friend, right? Well, here's the truth. That was somewhat not true. I don't want to say traumatic because we're not going to label everything traumatic. But she did have a hard time with that. And she's my friend. She listens to my podcast. And I just figured, you know what? Let's not bring that one up for a while. <laughs> I don't want to re-trigger her and upset her. And she already knows this. I've explained this to her as well. So eventually we will get into Mean Girl Fantasies again, because of course things will come up, you know, more topics that have to do with women being mean to each other and where it stems from and just like, you know, that will come up again and that's when we'll discuss it. But, but we're dropping Mean Girl Fantasies part two. We got to move on. But I do have something great for you today. I'm, I want to talk about be a shark. <laughs> and if you are a long time follower of mine, you will remember when I used to say be a shark. But if you're recent, I stopped saying it years ago. So if this is like, girl, what are you talking about? That's why. And, and I'm going to explain. But first things first, let's set the scene. Right now I have an iced coffee in a purple cup. I'm going to take a sip now. In a purple Starbucks cup, um, my little sister got me the reusable Starbucks cups and there's all different colors and they stack and they come with the, the straws. I'll post a picture on my Instagram. Um, I love them. They're great. And I love them because they stack and they also can go in the dishwasher. So I'm drinking it in that today. So thank you for the cup. If she listens to this, I don't know if she's going to listen to this. I also have my seltzer. I told you I mix, I mix my seltzer. This one's pomegranate seltzer from, I think it's vintage seltzer. You know, the bottles, the bottles of vintage seltzer. I like the cans too, but I find that with the bottles, I waste less because a can, then you got to finish it. I don't like to waste anything. I don't like to waste food, fruit, drinks. I don't like wasting. So... Anyway, the bottles, you can close it back up and seal it. I like it with a shot of pomegranate juice. This pomegranate, this, <laughs> do you hear me? I'm like, I'm already like tripping out. This pomegranate juice is mixed with the blueberry, the palm, that's palm and blueberry. So good. I'm obsessed with it. I don't drink the whole thing. It lasts a while because it's like a concentrate. So I just throw a little shot of it like a mocktail in my seltzer. I'm sitting in my big purple chair, which by the way is a coincidence. This wasn't even my chair. My boyfriend brought, bought this for our last apartment for his room and it looked awesome. But when we moved, it didn't have, he didn't have space for it um, when he moved into whatever, whatever, right? So now it's in my room. And I was like, oh my God, that's so funny because Wendy always had a big purple chair. And it's a coincidence because this was not my purchase, nor was it what I picked out. Like this was not even mine, but now it is. I might switch it anyway, though. 
I might because <laughs> I don't know if it's always going to match the aesthetic that I want to have in my room, but I won't get rid of it. It'll be somewhere. So I'm sitting in the big purple chair. I still have my sweats on with a sloppy bun because I was busy all morning. And when I have to record, I have to record. I can't like take a break and let me shower first. Let me get ready first. No, no, no. When it's, when it's ready to go, I got to say it because then I'll lose it. That's just how it is. I don't know if that's just an ADHD thing, which I've always had, by the way. I know it's a big thing that women are finding out. They have ADHD as of recently, and it's like crazy on TikTok. Like everybody's got ADHD. No, no, no. And Mama Cindy can confirm. They try to tell her when I was little that I need to be on medication. And she said no, which I'm very grateful she said no. She said no because she felt like, and this is no shade to anybody else who does choose to medicate their children or was were medicated as children, whatever. In her spirit, she felt like it wasn't right to medicate me for something that made me so creative so young. And she was afraid of what it might do to my body as I grew. And I'm happy that she did that. I really am. So anyway, I don't know if it's an ADHD thing where if I don't say it, like I will lose it. Or if it's just a me thing. I try not to blame everything on that I have ADHD, but... I'm pretty sure it is because I see other people talk about that like oh ADHD is basically interrupting each other in a conversation (sighs) that's me babe I need somewhere to say what I want to say that's why I love this podcast as well I need I need to say what I need to say or I'm or it's gone I have tons of notes also I keep tons of notes do you do that because I have so many ideas and if I lose the ideas or I'll tell a friend hey like let me tell you this right away One of my friends wants to get a puppy and we're thinking of names, but they come to me at random times. So I'll ran, she randomly gets texts from me of little girl names for a puppy. (laughs) So you get it. I have to say it when I have to say it. So I didn't have time to get ready first. I didn't have time to like on recording days, which I think will be Thursdays. This goes up on Monday at 6am, but it's a Thursday right now. I think that'll be my recording days, hopefully, because when it has to come out, it has to come out. Maybe I could try to schedule it where it's hard to schedule creativity, though. Maybe I could try to schedule it where like, okay, Thursdays you record, be prepared. I have I'm going to try my best. But also, if you ask me a question, here it comes. You know what I mean? Prepared for 30 voice notes. You text me a question, be prepared for either seven paragraphs or 30 voice notes because that's just how I am so I kind of can schedule it I would just you know I would need to give myself a prompt on what are we going to talk about that day so that's the scene that's what's going on I am crusty I need to shower I have so much to do today I'm overwhelmed but I'm ready to record my podcast. And if you are listening again, and you listen to my first episode and my second episode, I do want to say thank you. The response has been overwhelming. And I don't want to get sidetracked. But I am so grateful. And this is one of the happiest times in my life, because this just feels so true to me. This just feels like it's speaking to my purpose. Like I said, I've been I've been dreaming about this for a long time. And it means so much to me. And there's no time like the present, which is also what we're going to talk about today. But first, I want to get into questions because I posted on 
if you don't follow my Instagram for the pod, it's at my big sisters podcast on Instagram. And I'm guessing that maybe once in a while I will post like, Hey, do you have any questions or try to remember? Um, I just hit my foot on my sneaker. If you heard that or try to remember questions you asked me. Cause I try to get to all my questions when you DM me and stuff. I really do, but they get lost, you know? It's just hard to keep up and hopefully soon I'll, I'll have a better system for this. But I posted on my Instagram story on the My Big Sisters podcast. Do you guys have any questions? And I'll answer them in the, in the next pod. And then I'm thinking maybe in the next episode I meant. Sometimes I confuse saying pod with episode, but this is the next episode. We already have the pod, dear. So maybe like every couple of episodes I'll answer some questions and we'll definitely have an advice episode. Oh, definitely. Because isn't that like the whole reason why everyone started saying make a podcast and you bullied me forever and you won because here's the podcast. So I have two questions that I picked out because I feel like I won't get too long winded and carried away with them. The first one is to, um, somebody asked, I'm not going to say they're at, I don't know if you guys want to stay anonymous. Maybe like let me know if I have consent to say your name or whatever, but she asked tips on how to make girlfriends in your thirties in a new town. I hate to disappoint you, honey. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm 31. I've lost a lot of friends, meaning like we fell, we fell off. We're not friends anymore. I have new friends, thank God. But the way that I met them was social media and being a freelancer. So I guess my answer is just being out there, just using your personality and being open. Um, I wasn't always open. Social media really helped me like break out of my shell a little bit. I was always like charismatic and I can talk and, and, you know, the gift of gab and all. But I wasn't always this friendly and like, not defensive. I used to be really defensive because I was like painfully insecure and it would kind of be off-putting. Um, but with being on social media and having to go to events and like kind of put myself out there and network and, you know, getting jobs and stuff, it, it kind of taught me how to take people for what they are. And not everyone needs to be your friend. You can have associates. You can have people that you mingle with. You can have people you go to the club with. And then you have your friends' friends, the people you connect with. And I know as you get older, it feels like it gets harder. But I don't think so. I think that it doesn't get harder. It's just you're able to identify who is being real with you. Is this still recording? Oh, my bitch. I need to get a fucking <laughs> a more professional setup. I need – let's pray for a producer – it's oh I'm recording this on Leo New Moon. Okay, we're gonna manifest some type of professionalism or help with my pod <laughs> because I don't even know if I'm recording sometimes. It says I am. Okay. Am I? I'm getting scared. Oh yeah, yeah, it's still recording. Okay. Okay, back to what I was saying. I don't think it's just easier or not easier. I just think as you're older, you start identifying who is being real with you and who isn't. Who is your friend and who's just an associate? Who's just a coworker? Who's just a club friend? Who's just, you know, you get it. But I think that if you're really looking for real connections, put yourself out there, be patient and join things, join things like join a gym, join, like start going to the same coffee shop, talk to people, um, you know, be more open to actually listening to someone and 
when you get to hear them talk instead of like trying to like spit out everything you want to say, you can help decipher, is this someone you really want to be friends with or is this just an associate? Another thing, which I don't know if this person is single or not, I've, which we can get into this another day, I've met a lot of friends having boyfriends. Before the relationship I'm in now, I've had so many boyfriends, right? But they had friends and cousins and whoever. And some of them still follow me. Some of, some of them I'm still cool with. Some, some of them I'm still friends with. And I met them from my, my ex-boyfriends. Could you imagine? But it makes sense, right? Because you're young, you, you date someone, they bring you around their friends, and then you make friends with their friends. I'm still cool with these people. Like, you never know where life takes you. And I transferred high school a lot. I think I transferred five or six times. I can't fully remember. I don't even know how to find, I don't even know how to find out how to clarify that. Like, can I look up a transcript? I have no idea. But transferring schools so many times in high school made it hard for me to keep friends. I am still cool with some people from high school, but like, there. if I stayed in one school, I probably have a lot more friends. Believe it or not, I don't have a lot of friends from Staten Island either because that's where I'm from. I don't know where you're listening to this. I don't know who's listening to this when. I'm from Staten Island. I actually don't have a lot of friends from here because of how many times I transferred schools. I went to school in Manhattan and, you know, again, a story for a different day. But I did meet a lot of friends by dating people. I did. I guess I was friendly enough where they still um, liked me after I broke up with those people. (laughs) But I think by dating, like even if you're shy to date or whatever, you don't have to take every date super seriously, but just It's the same concept, just putting yourself out there, putting yourself in new situations because people are more comfortable with like if they're single and they want a partner, they're more comfortable with taking chances and meeting strangers when it has to do with romance. But I think you could apply the same thing to friends. Like you can apply the same thing. And again, that's the same thing with social media too. Like I made friends over social media and then eventually you schedule a time to meet up and like you take a chance and then you just take the romance out of it. So I guess my answer is just putting yourself out there and be open to experiences. And maybe if you're single, you can use dating men or whatever you're into. I'm sorry I said men. It's just like a default, I guess, because I would date men. You know, that's the reason I'm saying it. Whoever you want to date, go on dates and just keep it on with mind that like you might meet other people on those dates. You never know. Just stay open to life. Everything is about the plot. You know, like just stay open to life. Your life is a movie. You never who never know who you're going to meet. And just be open to it. And be friendly, I guess. Okay, good. I'm still recording. Uh, the second question, I hope this isn't boring. You know what? Let me know on, on Big Sister Podcast Instagram if the questions were boring or if you were into it. Because now I'm worried. Did I lose you? I'm worried. Guys, I've been getting nervous. Last night I was thinking about the pot recording today, the episode today, and I was like, oh my God, I'm nervous. Like, what if I can't keep up? What if, what if by the third episode they're like, okay, she only had two good ones and that was it. I started to get really nervous and then I was like, okay, stop. That's why we're going to talk about Be a Shark today. So let me know if the questions are stupid and we'll navigate it together. This is our podcast. We'll navigate how we're going to do the format together. Okay, but anyway, I already have this on the plan today. It's on my notepad to answer the question. So I'll I'll just do one more and then I'll get into the rest of the episode. Somebody else asked, 
Um, again, I'm not going to say her name because I don't have, um, what's that word? What the hell word did I just use? Jesus. I don't have consent. Okay. But she asked, has Cher brought you and your partner closer? You know, I guess so, but we're pretty close. <laughs> when you live with someone a while, you're pretty, you're pretty close. And when we got, I have to do an episode on her and like how we got her. We got her, um, it was very spontaneous. And I understand that when you have a child together, there's a whole like nine months of you being pregnant, having that experience and like together and it brings you close and, and blah, blah, blah. But we got her super spontaneous. There wasn't like a nine month baking period. It was like overnight, you know, we decided we got her like 24 hours later. But we're still kind of like, the same but also we are super close so I don't think it changed anything where it's like more maybe a little bit but I just feel like we already were super close and we love her so much like they'll I, I don't know how to explain it but she's only added but it didn't change anything like we were all we're we were already very close and if you know us you know like we were already very close um, I don't think it made it more so or less. I think it just added to our life. It's been a really, really nice experience having Cher and we love her. And I think we can both agree this is like the best and worst thing because it makes you so vulnerable. We're in love with her. It's crazy. It's crazy. Again, I have to do a whole episode about it, but I guess, yeah, like closer, but I don't think if. To me, it doesn't feel any different. Someone else asked in the past, um, not to go off on a tangent, but they were like, it's like you can't even remember your life before her. And I was like, no, that's not true. Like we had a wonderful life before her and we have a wonderful life now. She re we really did get her at the perfect time where it didn't. And she was a great puppy. Like I didn't have a hard time. She didn't destroy anything. Like do I knock on wood? Like now I'm scared I'll jinx it. <laughs> now I'm scared I'll jinx it. But I guess the answer is, I don't think so. I mean, I would have to ask him, right? I don't think so. I think it's the same. I think we would, I think it was just, it feels very meant to be. It feels like it fit perfectly. It feels like it, it felt, it felt natural. It didn't feel like anything changed. It didn't feel like, yeah, it just feels like, yeah, this was meant to be, you know, that's what it feels like. Okay, so I answered the questions. The next thing I wanted to move on to before I get into the full topic, am I dragging it? I don't even know if I'm doing this right. Like I said, you can let me know in your feedback. Oh my God, I'm scared if it's getting boring. Well, I'm just going to do what my plan is and you let me know. I wanted to tell you, again, before I get into the topic, this kind of has to do with the topic though about be a shark, but I wanted to tell you about the goal of my pod. My goal, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last one. My goal is that I have some type of help production, right? And I used, I said this on the Instagram stories on the Instagram. I said barstool a lot, but again, I have no, that's just the only place where I'm like, oh yeah, they hire podcasters. I don't know if there's other companies who do that. I'm not like married to barstool. That's not my only idea. That would be great. But that's not my only idea. I would also love, my dream is like, picture it. 
so I have this gorgeous beauty room, right? And it's where I do all my beauty stuff and my, I have my computer in here. Like it's like fully, fully function. It's, it's beautiful. I love it in here. My dream, right? Close your eyes. Wait, if you're driving, don't close your fucking eyes, but you get me. Picture it with me. Drive and also picture like, bitch, don't be closing your eyes while you're driving. Hold on. <laughs> but picture it with me. I'll transform this room. The room is perfect how it is. I think the only thing I would do is I have an ottoman in here. I'll get that ottoman out of here. I have a bar card in here. Get that out of here. I'll move the clothing rack. I love the clothing rack, but we can move it. I'll get a beautiful rug, like a pastel vintage rug, a beautiful couch. Remember the one I posted, the pink one? That's sold already. But something similar, either white, pink, sectional-ish. It can't be too big, but like comfy, sectional-ish, like chic too. Add some decor. Maybe I really want huge pictures. I don't know if who yet. There's so many people I want pictures of in here. But add art, basically. Add art to the room. Change the wall color. And then I'll have, with prayer, I have no idea where I'm getting this from. Excuse me, I'm taking in so much air. And then I'll have like a producer come. <clears throat> I'm choking, sorry. A videographer come. And then that's how I'll do the pod. And then I could do like exclusive interviews. There's a couple of people I would love to interview. Exclusive too, they've never done an interview. I can have them come here and do interviews and we can have iced coffees and the, the team is here, like the team, imaginary team, but you get what I'm saying. You get it. The team is here. And then we have, you know, we put out a video with the pod, with the episodes. And then I can like, and then the team like makes clips that we put on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, I need to take a drink. I'm getting like, <gasps> it's making me excited. But you get what I'm saying. Because I also live in a safe space now. Anybody who comes for an interview, this is safe. Like if I, if we do it straight out of the house, it's safe. It's great. It would be great. This is dreaming very big. And if there's one thing about me, I will romanticize the shit out of anything. And I am a Sag moon. My dreams have no limits, <laughs> which is all, this goes into the be a shark topic as well. My dreams don't have limits. Okay. I could it's playing in my head like a movie like I have this planned in my head I'm just hoping and dreaming I have no idea how to get from A to B I have no idea I don't even know how people get a production company I don't have no connections to a production company I don't know videographers I don't know anyone who believes in me to be a videographer for me I don't know how people make those clips of a podcast I have no idea. I'm just dreaming with you. I'm just telling you what my goal is. So it's not so much about like making an income from it because I'll tell you what, you don't make an income from podcasting. No, you don't. It makes no money, but it takes a lot of time. So that's where I'm kind of like, Jesus, like, what am I going to do? I have no idea, but I'm obsessed with this now. I'm hyper fixated. I've never felt more purposeful. It makes me the happiest. So now I have to figure out how am I going to balance this, still make an income and still try to grow it and get it to a professional place. 
So I'm like dreaming and praying, like manifesting. I have no idea. I'm just hoping it comes together. That's my goal. I don't want it to be like, if it would be the number one podcast, that would be crazy. That's like insane. But I'm not looking for having the most listeners and like uh, Alex Cooper, call her daddy. No, no, no. Because I'm not for everybody. Okay. You guys are cool with me. We have a nice little group here. But you know, I could be a little polarizing, especially if you know me in real life. I am not for everyone. So I kind of don't want, I don't want to be for everyone. I really don't. But I want to be, I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to continue to do this. That's what I want. Whatever that means. And I'm guessing that making it more professional generating some type of income, finding a way to do that from the pod will make it easy for me to continue doing so because it does, it takes a lot of work, like uploading, editing. I don't edit this, but if I did, that would take a lot of work. (laughs) I don't post clips, but if I did, that would take, it takes hours. It's not quick. It takes a lot of work. I don't even know how to do the pub. Um, is it called publicity? I don't even know how to do the publicity. I don't have a publicist. I don't have a talent manager. I don't have these things. I'm working on getting a talent manager. Um, but again, I don't have it. So to do everything on your own, to be a one woman show for a podcast, for social media, like everything I already do, guys, I need to figure out, I need to figure out how to do it. So I think the plan is I will do this up until a hundred episodes. And by the hundredth, if it ain't going nowhere, it ain't going nowhere. But we gave it a shot. I did what I said I was going to do. And it's out there in the universe. So I think that's the plan. I think a hundred's a good amount. I think every Monday, aiming for every Monday, God willing, aiming for every Monday at 6 a.m. is a good, it's good. Because then you have all week to catch up. It's early in the morning. So if you're commuting, it's there when you're when you're in the car ready to get to work. It's there after work. It's there on your lunch break. And then you have all week. Because I know in the weekends, like some people be busy and, you know, you don't you're not really just sitting inside. Or if you are, that's great, too. I do that a lot on the weekends. I do kind of relax. It's great. So I get it if you listen. To, but you, you know what I'm saying? Monday morning, 6 a.m. That's the plan. 100 episodes. That's the plan. OK, that's the plan, babe, because you got to gauge what's working and what's not. Even though I love this, I'm going to, I'm praying. I am praying that this does something just so I can continue doing it. I don't mean like I want to be, like I said, I'm not trying to be call her daddy, Spotify, $60 million deal, whatever the hell it was. I just want to be able to continue doing so and making it better and, and fulfill the visions that I have in my head of the studio, of the interviews, of the really great content, of the stories. Remember I told you last episode, this is so my siblings can come back to it. I want to be able to tell the stories, explain the situations, as well as have fun with interviews and pop culture. That's what I want. So I think 100 episodes is enough. I mean, it's got to be. So we'll, we'll take it from there, right? So the first season will be 100 episodes, which I don't, again, I'm making that up. I have no idea if other people's first seasons are 100 episodes. I really don't. But that's my plan. That's the goal. I wanted to let you in on that. That's the goal. So any of your support 
like you sharing it, leaving a five-star rating and a good review, that, that's all free support. And I really, really appreciate it. I really do because I think that's what will help like attract, like get it in the right places or at least help manifest. Like, I don't even know, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's something, it's something. So that's my idea. And behind the scenes, like when I'm not filming, when I'm not recording an episode, just know in my three brain cells that I have left brain damage and all, I'm doing my best to come up with ideas and be as smart as possible because I am really not the the smartest. Okay. I am not the brightest bulb, but I'm doing my best to figure out what can I do? Like, how do, how do I make this long-term because I love it. You guys love it. I love it. I love that. We love it. I'm doing my best. And if you have any ideas, you let me know. I answer all the messages that I can and yeah, we'll take, so that, that's the goal. That's the plan. I want to tell you that. Um, I was going to get into, I was going to talk to you. Should this just be a long episode? Well, I guess this is, yeah, this is going to be a long episode. It is. And we'll see. Am I still recording? We'll see how the longer ones do. Cause so far the first two were, were short. In my opinion, they were short. I love a long podcast, by the way. I do. I love a long one. I love a long episode. Because I can listen all day while I'm cleaning, while I'm doing my makeup. I'll, I'll listen to some. I'll listen to the rest later. I listen while I'm in the shower. I love it. So I like longer ones. You let me know what you think. Um, oh, I'm taking in so much air. This is what I mean. I get all excited. I take in too much air. I'm going to take a sip of my drink or I'm going to start choking. Okay. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I'll say this fast about the t-shirts. I said on my story, I want to have something like I wear big sister and then I'll I'll make for you guys little sister. And then somebody told me like, oh, James Charles says, hi, hi, sisters. I know that. But the thing is, you can't trademark sister. Like, it's just not going to work like that. You can't do that. And also the sisters are different. His high sister, if you don't know James Charles, he's a huge beauty influencer in a lot of drama all the time. I don't know if that's true, by the way. It's just how I remember it. Um, He's got his own thing going on and his branding is like, hi sisters. And I call like, this is the big sister podcast, but you could tell the tones are different. Like one is for the teens and the kids and we're grown over here. We're doing our own thing. This is like a totally different thing. So, but that is a good thing to bring to attention. Like there is another person on social media who uses sister, but there's so many that use sister, right? So the t-shirts are mainly because I wear my big t-shirts. I want one for myself. And then I was like, if I'm going to make one for me, maybe I'll make it so you guys have the option, but please no pressure. This is not like a, we're doing a merch drop. No, 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 stop. We're all grown. We all got bills. We all got stuff to do. I'm not trying to get you to get merch and you know, I'm not even trying to get ahead of myself. I'm not the biggest podcast where I need merch. I'm just expressing that that's the type of person I am. Like if I have something, I want to make a t-shirt. I'm going to, this is it now. Big sister podcast. We're up. We're official. We're running. That's what I'm going to talk about. That's what I'm going to, you know, I'm, I wear my brand through and through. So that's where the idea was. So I'm going to work on like what I want to design for myself because I also want it to be cool. Like while I'm wearing the shirt, I want people to be like, oh my God, that shirt is so cool. 
I don't want it to be very merchy. You know, like people drop merch and I'm like, I wouldn't even wear that. I want it to be very cool where it's like, okay, yeah, I could see myself buying that. And I also want it to be cool like we can identify each other. Like when you see somebody with the t-shirt, you'd be like, oh my God, you listened. Oh my God, me too. Like, I love that. If I see somebody wearing something to a pod I listen to, I get excited. I get excited. I don't know if that's corny, but I do. So that's the thing about the t-shirts eventually. But like I said, all of this behind the scenes is a lot. And I do it by myself on top of other things. But I will get it figured out. These are the goals. This was on my head. That's my intention. Executing, I have no idea what life will bring. But that's my intention. So anyway, I got all of that out of the way. And now, even though this is, this was a podcast in itself, but I don't care. I'm going to move on to what I intended to talk about today. And this is the beat a shark story. When I started influencing and posting YouTube videos, I can't remember how old I was. I think I was like 23, 23. Yeah, I think I was 23, right? Uh, and well, does that even have to do with it? I'm trying to, sorry. My memory is very, um, skewed. I don't, there's bits and pieces missing. You probably guess why, but I, I don't remember everything, even short term. I don't remember everything, right? So I'm going to do my best to recall the story. Um, yeah, I guess this does kind of have to do with when I started YouTube. So I started posting around like 22, 23, something like that. Or 22 was when I was thinking about it. And I worked a job where I worked on the weekends and I had no weekends. I worked this job from like 16, 17 to 22 or 23, something like that. I loved it. Great job. Taught me everything I know. Um, but I wanted my weekends back. And I figured, okay, let me get an office job and then I will have the weekends to not only have a life, but like start investing into myself and my big dreams. Okay. So I also was in a bad place, like where I used to live, um, where I used to live before I lived on my own was a toxic environment. And I didn't know, I, I just had been through so much that adulting for me was very hard and I didn't know how basically I knew how to go to work I kept my job right I knew how to get it I obviously got a job I knew how to do some things but like I even got my license late I graduated high school late I got my license late like adulting for me I found very difficult at some point like I found myself being in between a teenager and an adult and falling short. Like I found myself struggling and not understanding and feeling like, how come they got to figure it out? And I don't like, I just found myself really like, okay, hold on. When the fuck did I become an adult? And I, how do I catch up? Like what the fuck is going on that I found myself in that. And then I found books. So I like music. I say this to say, I like music, right? But I'm not, I don't know, like some music, I don't like sad music. Some songs trigger me. Like I'm not, it, it like kind of gets me flustered. I like music sometimes. I got to be in the mood when I'm in the car, like driving alone and stuff, but not all music. Like I'm more like, I like old songs. I like classical. You guys know I like playing the piano. I like classical because it helps me think like there's no words in the song. So it helps me think, but really I like 
to listen. Like I said, I was raised on like listening to a voice. I like to listen. Even when I watch TV, I'm not watching it. I listen. I like hearing people talk. Um, I could read, obviously. <laughs> well, now my vision's kind of damaged, which we'll talk about a different day. But reading for me could be a little bit difficult, especially in a book, because the font is usually small. And um, I, I, I have dyslexia. And reading for me, I can read, but it's hard for me to learn that way. And it's very frustrating for me. I have to reread things a million times just for my vision issues, dyslexia and understanding, right? But I'm an audible um, learner. Listening, I will learn. Listening and tactile. I have to do it to learn. I have to listen to learn. And again, this, this aligns with the Be A Shark story. I'm still, believe it or not, I'm still... <laughs> I'm still on my, um, I'm still going the direction that I intended to go on, even if it sounds scattered. I am. I'm still on the same page. Okay. I started finding books. I started listening to books and the books changed my life. Um, I don't want to sound all manifesty and crazy because I know a lot of people look down on this book like it's a bunch of bullshit. I think it depends on how you take it. I, let a, I read a lot of controversial books and I think it's all about how you take it. Right. So the first book I think I read was like E Pray Love. And then that got me on my shit. Like that, like I'm ready to be E Pray Love, bitch. Like that gets you really, really inspired to find yourself in your truth. But that didn't really contribute to me being an adult. Like I still had to figure shit out. Like how the fuck do bitches get out of living with their parents? How do they do this? How do they do this? Like I, I was trying to find the answers. And then I found myself to the book, The Secret. Again, I know how people think about that book. It depends on how you take it. Some people read the book and they love it. Some people read it and they're like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, this is crazy. You need to work hard, blah, blah, blah. Again, I think it's, I think it's about how you take it. So I read the book, The Secret. I immediately made a vision board. And I started focusing on what my goals were. Like, I think when you are in high school and you're getting a job, you like have a subconscious understanding of like setting goals and getting to them. But if you weren't a good student like myself, if you had trouble in school like myself, if you weren't very consistent like myself, goals, having your relationship with goals is very like unclear, right? Because you're, okay, they're simple like, okay, I need to get a job, you get a job, you met the goal, right? But long term, I guess what I'm saying is long term, your relationship with long term goals is not the same as everybody else. You know, you feel kind of lonely in that sense. Like college to me was like not on the menu. I never even thought about it. <laughs> that was like college. Like, girl, what? But I needed goals. Like I, I did have dreams. I had ideas. I didn't know how to execute those things. I didn't know how people executed those things. So I read this book. I made my vision board. And then I think I started reading more books. Again, my memory of all of these times are a little bit like foggy. But I started reading more books. And um, what I found was these really successful people did it anyway. Like all the adversities they had. Is that the right word? If I say something wrong, just please forgive me. I don't have my laptop up. Usually I Google a word before I say it. But I, I'm, you know, with the episodes, I'm just trying to get out my stream of consciousness and not interrupt myself or I will fuck it up. Okay. 
I found that no matter what was happening to them, they kept pushing. And now, let me add a little disclaimer. Some of these people were already wealthy. As I got older, I realized a lot of things are generational wealth. A lot of things have to do with privileges. Now I realize that, but little 20-year-old me, 22-year-old me, 21-year-old me didn't fucking realize that. I'm thinking, oh my God, they persevered. But I think that was a good thing. I didn't let myself bullshit myself and give myself an excuse of, well, they also had generational wealth. Even though that's true, I think you need to find the balance between like, that might be true, but don't let it be an excuse for me. Do you know what I'm, do you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? Like, yes, some people are born rich and then they could take that wealth and they could flip it and they have investors easily and they have great credit because their parents had great credit and they know people and they have connections and all these different things. I understand, right? The Kardashians weren't, again, to bring them up again, the, like I told you in episode one, the Kardashians are not like a fucking miracle. They had resources. They were able to build on the resources. Like Kris Jenner is extremely smart to do that, right? But what about when you don't have them? Don't let the excuses get in your way. And I'm a hypocrite because I let ton of, tons of fucking excuses get in my way. But I'm telling you so you can learn from it and not be like me. There's no time like the present. Don't let excuses get in your way. So I say all of that to say I was working a job where I was working on the weekends, right? I wanted to, once I realized, okay, I have these dreams. I want to do this, this, and this. I need my weekends free. Let me get a job during the week. So I can have off on the weekend. So I'm out at five o'clock. I have the whole evening. I have off on the weekends. I have a set schedule that I can work around instead of a job where like hours are different every week and blah, blah, blah. I wanted more structure so I could build the dreams that I really wanted, the goals that I really wanted, right? And this seemed crazy to everyone around me, except my best friend at the time. She didn't think I was crazy. But everybody else around me thought it was crazy because my idea was quit the high paying job that I had. We did well at this job. I did well at this job. Get a different job. I wanted a job on Wall Street. Get a job on Wall Street and then do YouTube and freelance makeup on the weekends. This was fucking crazy to the people around me. My grandmother literally called me and was like, what are you doing? She was basically, she basically was like, what are you doing? Like, no, honey, how about this? I'll come over this week. I'll take you down to College of Staten Island and I get you signed up to be a nurse. And, you know, you take out a loan to go to college and that's what you do. You can't just be a makeup artist forever. I swear to God, she said this. You can't just be a makeup artist. Like, what are you, ta- what are you talking about? I said to her... <laughs> Okay, yeah. Girl, you knew I was fucking lying. I had no intentions of going with her to College of Staten Island. None of it. I didn't even take what she said into consideration. I'm a little bit um, rebellious in that way. It's very hard to get me to do something unless I want to do it. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I think sometimes it works against me and sometimes it works in my favor because once I commit, come hell or high water, I'm not breaking that commitment. 
okay? So some things it's like hard for me to commit, like I can't commit at all, but if I do, nothing will stand in my way. So I already commit to my plan. I read the book, I'm manifesting, I'm focused. I'm not gonna be a nurse. Respect to all nurses if you're a nurse. It had nothing to do with like the career choice. It had to do with that's not my purpose. I think if you're a nurse, that's something like you have to genuinely want. Like you have to take care of people. You have to genuinely want that. I That's not for me, okay? College is not for me. These things I already knew for myself were not for me. She was talking crazy. Like, what are you talking about, girl? So I was like, okay, sure. Like, okay, yeah, call me. Let me know when. I'll be ready. No, I wasn't even home when she showed up. <laughs> no. No fucking way. Are you dumb? Like, girl, me, a nurse? You don't want me. You don't want me to be a nurse, okay? No fucking way. I barely made it out of high school. You think I'm signing back up to school? I transferred high school six or seven, five or six times. I barely made it out. I finished in night school. I'm not going back. Fuck that. And you want me to pay to go back? Oh my God, this plan sounded insane to me. Not only was I committed to my own plan, this shit sounded insane to me. I didn't want to do it. But my point is the the odds were not in my favor. Okay. I didn't have support. (laughs) I didn't have support. I was, I was heading into the dark. I didn't have, I didn't have resources. I didn't have, uh, someone to help me with my resume. I didn't have any, I didn't know, I don't have any background to work on Wall Street. Where did that even come from? I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. That's where it came from. I didn't have anything. All I had was my experience being a makeup artist at the job I was working at, which I'll talk about that in another episode. Um, But anyway, it's just not the point of this episode. I didn't have no experience to be on Wall Street. I didn't have I didn't have no college, like nothing. Okay. I'm coming from a high school degree where I barely made it out to being a makeup artist with no certifications. That's the other thing too. I didn't go. I don't know if you guys knew that. Well, and I hope that's not disappointing. I didn't go to school for makeup. I taught myself. Oh yeah. I taught myself. Hold on. I got to take a sip. Deep breath. I taught myself. Even that job, I was like 16 and I walked in the store and was like, I'm a makeup artist. (laughs) No, I wasn't. But again, we'll get to my point. I had nothing. I was starting from scratch. And all I had was the the ambition, the, the books playing back in my head of like, you just have to believe in yourself. That's what was going on in my head. So I had looked up how to make a resume. I think I lied on it. I wish I could find that resume, but I have no idea where that one ended up. And I went on Craigslist and I applied to every motherfucking job that said FIDI, financial district. I applied to every one of those motherfuckers, even if I didn't qualify. I didn't qualify for shit. I didn't qualify for anything to begin with. But you just have to fucking do it. You have to be a shark. And that's what I came up with in my head. I was scared, bitch. I was scared. I didn't know what the fuck was going to go on. I knew I had to move out. I was being pressured. I had to move out. I had to make more money. 
I, I didn't want to give up on my dreams of like being on YouTube and being a makeup artist, but I also wanted an income. I wanted stability. I wanted freedom. And I knew I had to get the fuck out, right? So I'm scared because I have a job that pays well. But I just didn't want to do this job anymore. It wasn't working out for me. It wasn't a good fit at the time for so many reasons. It was a great job. It had nothing to do with the job. It was just where I was at in my head, in my place in life. Couldn't do it anymore. So I'm scared shitless. I'm applying to all these fucking places. I'm making up cover letters. I'm hoping for the best, bitch. I'm just, again, I'm saying into my head, just be a fucking shark. Just be a shark. Just be tough. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Like that's, that was my point. Be a fucking shark. When you're scared, when you don't know what you're doing, when you have no idea what the next step is, when you have no fucking idea what's happening next, but you know you got to do it. You feel it in your you feel it in your body. Like that's what it was. I felt it in my body. You ever have those those feelings? Like you don't know how you're gonna get it. You don't know why you feel it. You don't know how you're gonna do it. You don't know how, you don't know the why, the how. You don't fucking know. You just know this is for me. I gotta do this. Oh, excuse me. I'm taking in so much air. Huh. The spirits coming through my body. (laughs) That's all I had. All I had was my fucking crazy fucking dreams. And this little mantra I played in my head of like, anytime I was scared, I was like, no, 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 be a shark. Be a shark. Fucking do it anyway. Think about all these. I really was picturing men in my head. Like, you know how men just be going for shit? I mean, it turns out it's because this is a man's world and it's a little bit easier for them to have confidence. I don't care. I'm harnessing that confidence. Okay. If I have to pretend, if I have to mask, if I have to, you know, do it scared, I'm doing it scared. I got so sick of being a fucking victim to my own circumstances, even though the things that were happening to me were not my fault. I was just tired of being the victim anyway, whether it's my fault or not. I don't want to stay here. I don't want to stay this way. So even though I'm fucking scared, what do I have to lose? What do I have to lose? I'd rather do it, try, go for it and say, well, I fucking tried. Then later be at the same job in the same place, in the same house, in the same toxic situations and thinking to myself, I wish I would have and wasting another year. I didn't even want to waste another month. It felt urgent to me. Because I was suffocating. This I needed. I needed a change. I needed to change things. I needed to. So that's what I repeated to myself. I applied to everything. I got a fucking. I got a couple callbacks, bitch. Sure did. I got an interview. I got an interview. I was so scared. <laughs> I was so scared. I got an interview on Wall Street. On fucking Wall Street, bitch. I was even thinking about it now, thinking back, I could feel it. I was going to shit my pants. Oh my God. I was overcome with the fear. Like, I I, I feel like I got to pee thinking about it. (laughs) Do you ever feel that way? You ever get something so crazy and you're like, oh my God, I I can't. Like, I'm losing air from my lungs. I can't do it. I was so scared. I almost backed out. I almost backed out because I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. These people, I have no qualifications. 
how am I going to do it? And it was only for an admin job, but still an admin job on Wall Street. I don't fucking know, but I was like, no, 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 we're not doing this. I'm not a victim. I'm scared. I'm going to fucking do it anyway. I have to, I have to at least go on the interview and try. Right. So I'm, I'm talking myself day to day, like day to day. I got to repeat the same fucking hype up. Like, what is that called? I got to hype myself up the same way every day. I got to repeat it. Be a shark, be a shark, be a shark. I don't know why I chose shark. I just figured like they, they go for what they want. Like they bite, they bite if they want to, they, they, they just eat whatever fish they want to. They're sharks. People are scared of them. They're not scared of other things. I guess that's how I thought of it. So every day I'm saying, be a shark, be a shark, be a shark. I was scared, bitch. Okay. So I, okay. It's the day of the interview. I drive in, bitch. I was late. I was late because I didn't know that in FIDI, you can't just drive down Wall Street. I had no fucking idea. I had no idea. I didn't know you couldn't just drive down Wall Street. I thought, I thought that, um, there's, uh, there'll be a parking garage. I could park right in front. I brought my, my best friend at the time came with me. She came with me. I brought her. So that way I could drive there, pull the car over. She could sit in the car. She can move it and drive around if she has to. At the time I had a Jeep compass. It was red. We called her Rhonda. Love that car. Um, so we get in Rhonda, we drive out to the city. I get to Wall Street. You can't even drive down Wall Street. So now I'm panicking. I'm late. I email the guy. Hey, I'm late. I understand that's such like not a good impression. If you don't want me to come up, I fully understand. He was very polite about it. He said, no, 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 come on up, bitch. I was shaking. Oh my God. I was, I'm late to this interview that I wanted so bad. I find, I got an interview with no qualifications, no college degree on fucking Wall Street. Literally what I was dreaming up in my head and I'm fucking late. I'm kill I'm killing myself in my head. I'm fucking panicked. I'm like smoking cigarettes. I'm I'm my eyes are wide. I'm bugging out. I'm like, I can't believe I'm fucking late. I should just go home. What a fucking asshole. Like I should have came an hour early and sat outside. Like, why wasn't I an hour early sitting outside? This is why people like me don't get these opportunities. That's why I'm in the position I'm in, because I'm a dumbass. It all came crashing down. And then I was like, no, 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 wait a second. I made it this fucking far. I'm downstairs. I'm fucking downstairs. I made it this far. Whether or not they hire me, I'm going on the fucking interview. Because I already made it this far. I'm not going to be downstairs and know that I walked away. Be a fucking shark, bitch. I went upstairs on the interview. I got the job, babe. I got the fucking job. I got the job. Oh yeah. Be a shark fucking worked. I was over the moon. He called me that I got the job while I was on the way home. I did the interview. I felt I nailed it. it I, I felt great about it. I went downstairs. I got in the, I got in the truck. She asked me, how do you think it went? I said, I don't know. I was late. I think it went okay. On the way back, I don't even think we were out of the tunnel. I think he called me as we were getting in the tunnel and said I got the job. I don't even know what fucking pay he offered, to be honest. He could have gave me nothing. And I was, it, it wasn't the point of the pay. It was 
getting out of the a new routine, a new chapter, a new new a new schedule. I'll I'll make my way up. It's a new industry for me. I'll I'll have to take a pay cut. I don't think it was a pay cut though. I think it was the same. It might have been a little bit more. I don't know. I can't remember. I took it. And I remember saying to her, this was my best friend at the time. We're not friends now. But I remember saying to her, you know what? Like I was so confident. It gave me such a confidence boost that I went for it and I did it and I got it. It just showed me, like I proved to myself, don't, don't discredit yourself. Like don't limit yourself just because you might not have the qualifications. Maybe you don't have the references. Maybe you don't have the time. Maybe you think you're not good enough. Maybe other people don't believe in you because nobody did. I mean, she did at the time. My best friend did, but everybody else, like my family and stuff, nobody believed in me. Don't let that be your narrative if you don't want it to be. I proved that to myself. So I'm, I'm on a fucking high now. I'm going to be a shark high. Okay, bitch. I'm screaming it on the way home. We're fucking screaming like, be a shark. She's screaming it. I'm screaming it. Be a fucking shark, bitch. I, we did it. Because we felt like a team. Like it felt like a team. She did it with me. We, it felt like a team. We just won. We won. We're getting out. We're doing it. We're doing it. I said to her, listen, I'm going to get you a job there. And she was cool as fuck is. I don't want to talk about like she passed. She didn't pass. We're just, we just don't talk now, but she was cool about it. She was so fucking cool about it. She was like, okay. Like she was just with it. It was a, it's the best feeling to have a friend like that. And I was like, I'll get you a job there. But I meant it as in like, whatever this is in me, this feeling in my spirit, this feeling in my heart, I, I don't want to lose it. I want to give it. I want, I want to do this for others. I, that's what I felt in my spirit. This is not, it wasn't like, I want to gatekeep it. I don't want anybody to know. That's not me. That's not in my spirit. I got to, I got to preach. I got to talk. I'm a sad moon, baby. I got to tell you, I figured something out. I got to tell you about it. I got to tell you about it. I figured out the be a shark mantra is the key. I got to fucking tell everybody. I got to tell her, I got to get her a job. I got to, I got to bring everyone. Like, that's just my, that's my genuine nature, right? Like that, I, And that's what I started doing. So, okay, I got the job. Um, Fast forward to, I work there. I did get her a job. Yep, I did reception for two weeks. And I said that, I think like the second day I said to her, I'm going to get a promotion. And then then you'll take reception. I'll get a promotion doing something else. And we'll get in here. And I did it. I fucking did it, bitch. I wish we were still friends for many reasons. I wish we were still friends, but I wish we were still friends also sh- so she could co-sign and be like, yes, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Be a shark worked. I was there because it is true. I have witnesses. Then there's more to this. Then, by the way, I told you it was going to be a long one. Then we had another friend, right? She needed a job. I told her the same thing. Okay. She'll do reception. I'll get her. She'll get promoted because she's great, by the way. I knew she would get. She's the type of person when you get her an opportunity, she's not going to fail. So it wasn't like, oh, you're giving stuff. No, no, no. I knew what I was doing. I could read characters. She was she was a good one. I knew she would get promoted. So I told our other friend, we'll get you a job. And we did. 
And we did. The job was great. The job was great. Okay. So anyway, I start, sorry, I'm scratching my leg. I started doing the, the YouTube and posting on Instagram. And even that was scary. I got bullied. People I knew in real life bullied me. I fell out with family members over it. I fell out with family members over the Wall Street job. Oh yeah, things fall apart before they get better. You might accomplish something and other things might fall away. And guess what? You got to be a fucking shark. You better shut the fuck up and take it and, and do it with fear. Feel the fear and do it anyway because it's very fucking scary to finally accomplish something and see that people you loved around you didn't want you to succeed the whole time. That when you did, you found their true colors. Be a fucking shark. Be a fucking shark. Feel that fear and keep fucking doing it. Because you did it for you. You have to be strong. You think you get something great and like everybody comes around and is happy for you? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Especially when it has to do with pop things and popularity. Especially if it's something that they feel in their head, not your head, in their head that you're doing better than them. If they feel that, that's when their demeanor changes, their attitude fucking changes. Oh yeah, I fell out with people, especially over YouTube. That shit was embarrassing years ago. Are you kidding me? Now it's normal. Now there's girls posting like they're influencers, even though they have a regular account. It's called pseudo influencer. Like everybody does it. They, they don't even get paid for it, but they, oh, I, I, I'm going to post it like this with this caption. Like now everybody does it, right? It's our culture. It's normal. But when I fucking started, I looked like a fucking asshole doing this shit, posting videos, thinking like posting my makeup looks. I don't care. I didn't feel embarrassed because I was being a shark. I was going for it. That's what I told myself. I'm not embarrassed. You people are just following what you want to do and no one makes fun of you for it. I'm doing something new. I'm doing it for me and it works. I'm going fucking places with myself. I don't care who, I don't care who needs to fall away, who feels what. I don't care who it's embarrassing or cringe to. I'm going to fucking do it anyway because it's for me and you're not going to convince me that my dreams are not worth doing because you feel embarrassed of it. Because if you did it, you would be embarrassed because it's cringe to you because you didn't have the fucking confidence to do so because it didn't align with your goals. Your shit, your fucking bullshit is a you thing. That's got nothing to do with me. What I'm doing with my life doesn't hurt anybody else. It doesn't. If anything, I've lifted others up. And I don't mean that in like an arrogant way. No, I mean it as in I'm doing this genuinely with my heart, my spirit. I've always wanted to be someone not only in the beauty industry, I've always loved the beauty industry, but I wanted to be someone that people find confidence with. Like, I don't want to say inspire because I don't think I'm above anyone else, but I, I have a preachy attitude. Like, listen to me. I've always had that in me. That's what I wanted. I'm not doing it as in like trying to manipulate people. I'm not a bad person. I wasn't doing it to be a bad fucking person. I'm thinking I'm doing this because I... This is where I'm happy. This makes me happy. I want to give good things to the world. These great ideas, this, this, this manifestation I figured out, this fucking mantra I figured out of being a shark and being a woman, being a woman with, with no qualifications, somebody people looked at as a fucking bimbo and I did it anyway. I wanted to show other women 
even then, I wanted to show other women. When I say women, I mean everyone, girls, gays, and theys. You know the vibes. I wanted to show them you can do it no matter what the fuck they tell you. You can do it. If you want it to be one thing and you didn't want to just go to school and, and do that, you can do it. You could fucking do it. And maybe it will take some sacrifices and maybe you will lose some people on the way that you love and you'll be heartbroken forever. Maybe. But you will be able to sleep. You will be able to grow. You will be able to say, I did it for me. I couldn't be convinced I couldn't do it. I couldn't be talked out of it. My ambition and my self-worth and my self-love was bigger than the way you saw me. I didn't fall into your version of me. I didn't have to stay there to make you comfortable. I was scared and I fucking did it anyway. I wanted to be that for others. I wanted to show them, holy shit, guys, I wanted to, I wanted to fucking scream it. And I was anyone I could tell anyone who would listen to me. I told them this. I repeated this story forever. I repeated it over and over again. I stopped a couple of years ago, but here we are at the podcast and I'm saying it again. Be a fucking shark. Don't listen to you have something in your head that you're committed to. And you might have the voices in your head saying, I can't because of this. I can't because of that. I can't because of this. I can't because shut, shut the fuck up. Say it to yourself, say it to others. Yes, you will lose people. But those people aren't worth keeping anyway. Anyone who is trying to convince you of a different course, who has something fucking shady to say, who is talking shit about your dreams behind your back, look at her posting this, oh my God, what a loser, blah, blah, blah. You don't fucking want them around your space. You don't. And maybe you'll have lonely days and it is fucking lonely sometimes, but you'll find new people and you will, new people who don't feel this way, who have genuine energy, who aren't fucking assholes will be attracted to you. They'll be, they'll find themselves in your path and you will make them as friends and you'll find new family members and your, your, your core group will grow. And it will grow with people who support you, whatever your dream is, whatever the fuck it is, even if your dream is being a mom, right? Even if your dream is not career based, even if your dream is moving, traveling, whatever the fuck it, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you want to fuck it. I don't care how small, how big, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever's stopping you from doing it, whatever fucking excuses you're making up, whatever's scaring you. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. It might not be perfect. Just like this podcast. It might not be perfect. There is no time like the present. Okay. So I'm going to be super cliche and I'm going to say all the things. Say it with me. Be a shark. Add a little spice. Be a fucking shark. Are you driving to work today? Are you driving home from work? Is there something in your, is there something sitting in your fucking throat? It sits in your belly. It burns at night. It keeps you up. You fucking Google things about it. You look at TikToks about it. You're on Instagram looking at pictures of it. Is there something you want to fucking do? And you're trying to convince yourself or you've told yourself or somebody told you or somewhere in your, somewhere along the way, you've told yourself you can't do it for whatever fucking reason. I want you to shut the fuck up and stop. Scream it. 
Be a fucking shark. Say it out loud. Say it out loud, bitch. Be a shark. Go and fucking do it anyway. You want to you wanna get a new job? Apply to all of them. Apply to all of them. Tunnel vision it. Tunnel vision it. Even if it don't make no fucking sense. Even if it takes a year. Even if it takes a couple of years. Even if it takes a month. Maybe it'll happen tomorrow. Maybe it'll happen next year. But if this is something big enough to you where if you're, God bless you, makes it 85. You're 85. You're sick. You're on your deathbed. Are you going to think about, I should have fucking done that? I should have done that. I should have went there. I should have done this. I should have called him. Whatever the fuck it is. You feel scared to do it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Be a fucking shark. Okay. There is no time like the present. We have no idea what happens tomorrow. And let me tell you something, not to like bring it up again and make it like a sob story, but nothing will show you that like ending up in the fucking ICU and a doctor telling you, you have a lifelong fucking illness and, and you have all these fears. Life gets short fast. There is no time like the present. And I'm so, think of it this way. I thought of this method method and I, I came up with this be a shark shit before I even knew I was sick. Right? Thank God I did. Thank God I gave myself this confidence, this this idea that hold on, hold on. We might have things on our way and 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 you know, you make a plan and God laughs. Like that type of shit happens, right? But thank God I had that inner spirit that I had taught myself already. Yes, things come up, but feel the fear and keep on fucking going. Keep on fucking going because let me say I'm 31 now. Looking back, I am so fucking happy for myself that I did it. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I have that on me now. I don't have any regrets in that, in that nature, in that sense of uh, I didn't say at that job. There is no, well, what if? No, no, no. There's no what if because I fucking did it because I fucking did. It. I know the what if. I left the job. I got the new job on Wall Street. I moved out. I started the YouTube channel. I started the Instagrams. And look at now. Look at all the things I've accomplished on the way. And maybe I'm not the top fucking YouTuber. Maybe I'm not the top fucking Instagram account. But let me tell you something. There's so many experiences in the past few years that I've got, that I got to do, that I would not have been able to if I didn't take, if I... Bitch, could you imagine if I didn't fucking could, I'm getting all worked up. I'm standing up and sitting down. I'm moving in my chair. Could you imagine if I didn't go to the interview because I was scared because I was late? Would I even be here right now talking to you? Could you imagine? What if I didn't go up to that interview and switch careers and didn't move out and didn't get myself out of these toxic places? Where would the fuck would I be? I don't even know. I don't even fucking know. Because let me tell you something. It wasn't looking good. It wasn't. And I'll get into how bad it was because there's stories in between that I would love to tell you, but it wasn't looking good. I wasn't heading in a good fucking direction. I wasn't looking very promising. People didn't look at me like, oh, she's going places. People were looking at me like, oh my God, what a fucking loser. I can't believe she didn't get knocked up already. Do you know what I'm saying? It wasn't looking good. And look now, those same people who didn't fucking believe in me beg to speak to me. Those same people. Those same people who didn't believe in me, who thought I wasn't going to be shit, who made fun of me for doing what I was doing. Oh, they ate their fucking words, didn't they? Because I made something of myself. I kept fucking going. 
even after everything that happened and new things that came up, I kept fucking going. And that's what I want you to keep in mind. Let me be a real example to you that maybe I'm not a fucking millionaire. That's not the point. The goal isn't always millions and and all of this. No, no, no. The goal is being the person you want to be. Who is the person you want to be? Who is she? Who is that person? Look inside, look inwards. Who's the person you want to be? Are you her? Is there something you want to do that will get you there, but you feel fear? And I don't mean to be all Anthony Robbins on you, but I just felt like it was important to tell you this because it led me to today. And hopefully it will lead to my future goals that I shared with you earlier. A production team, the couch in the room, the pastel carpets, the exclusive fucking interviews, the, the fucking video to put with the audio, to put the clips up and share more with you guys and grow our community even bigger. I'm going to try to do it. I'm scared, bitch. I have no fucking idea how I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep doing it though. I'm going to keep doing it because I was a shark then and it got me here and I'm going to be a shark again and it's going to get me there, hopefully. And maybe if it doesn't get me to the top spot and exactly how I want it, I'm sure based on history and based on what I proved to myself, it will keep me strong. It will keep me fucking going and I will be able to say I made the fucking podcast like I said I was going to do and I gave it my all and I tried my fucking best and I took the risks. I took time out to do it. These are days I should be working and making money and, and hustling on Instagram and, and emailing brands or whatever and I'm here doing this instead, making no fucking money doing it. It will pay off. It will pay off. And it's embarrassing. Hello? Embarrassing. Who might have a podcast? I don't care. I'm doing it anyway because I'm a fucking shark. So I leave you with that. If there's something on your spirit, big or small, I'm not judging you. Baby, I want you to do it. Be a fucking shark. Say it out loud. Say it out loud in the car. Say it out loud and do it anyway. Do it anyway. I got to pee. I got to shower. I got to start my day. Thank you for listening. If I, if I, if you stayed with me for episode three for this long one, if you stayed during all my unhinged fucking outburst, and if the story made sense to you, and if this resonated with you at all, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Seriously. Thank you for staying and listening. Stay well, and I love you.